Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are tuning in to the Microdosing Podcast. I am your host, Alicia. Thank you so much for being here and giving me a few minutes of your time. I'm really excited about today's topic, which is on chakra therapy. Please bear with me as we move through this episode. There are some words in Sanskrit which I'm not fluent in, but I'm going to do my best in pronunciation. My friend Bhakti has been really helpful (laughs) of giving me guidance in this space. Um, Initially, I was taught that the word was chakra, and that's not what it is. It's chakra, and I still may be badgering it, but I'm going to do my best throughout this episode to... um, you know, give the information in its truest form so that we can all have a healthy, educative experience. So if I don't get it just right, please in advance, forgive me. I am learning, relearning actually, which is more challenging than actually learning. It's the relearning, reprogramming. So I'm going to do my best And um, just be patient with me, okay? But this is something, this is one of my favorite healing modalities. I love to do this type of work because it allows um, for information to come up. The body has its own intelligence energetically. And this type of therapy is really helpful when a person is kind of stagnating. They They don't really know how they feel. They just know they don't feel good. They don't, they're not really sad. Maybe they're not happy, but whatever is going on, they're unable to articulate those feelings. And that is where chakra therapy is super helpful. So I have found that it just, it gives the dialogue of the body energetically. And then usually we have some really productive conversations after a person knows, um, after a person has a better understanding about what their body is saying energetically. It allows them to kind of sit with some understanding. Like if their throat is closed, maybe they know they need to have some conversations that they've been putting off. Or if their heart is closed, they may feel like they're a very loving person Yet at the same time, they may have trouble putting themselves in a position to receive love. So that is why this healing modality in particular is one of my go-tos for almost everything. And I've had situations where a person is so much in their head that um, chakra therapy wasn't going to work. So I've you know, ask them to wait until they were ready, you know, because you need to be having real conversations with yourself. You, you, it's not helpful to be delusional or to think that, you know, you're going to bypass certain things in healing just to jump to what you want. That is not how I practice intuitive medicine or intuitive therapy. I think it's very important for you to be fully transparent so you can be fully open so we can figure out what's going on with you. So let's get to it. The word chakra in Sanskrit relates and translates to the word will or disc. So imagine you have these wheels or these discs 
located in your body. There's seven of them, seven main ones, but there's more than that. Um, and in yoga, meditation, and energy work, these wheels represent seven energy points in your body, starting from the base of your spine and ending at the top of your head. Okay, so we're going to start from the base. And um, this one is in Sanskrit is called Muladhara. And in Western medicine, we call it the root chakra. And so it's located at the base of the spine and it's connected to the adrenals, okay? It sits between the anus and the genitalia. So there really isn't a specific gland that it's connected to, but it's often related to the adrenals because it represents survival. It represents being rooted. If you're not feeling rooted, you feel off balance, then this chakra may be stressed. It may be doing too much. It may be closing down. It is associated with the color red and it produces hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, which play a key role in our fight or flight response. This chakra in particular represents our foundation and feeling of being grounded. It is so important that you feel rooted and grounded within yourself. And if you don't, you know, reach out to someone that can, can help you figure out what's going on. Then we'll move to the second chakra. This chakra in Sanskrit is Savasthana. This is the sacral chakra. It's located in the lower abdomen, two fingers below your navel. It's associated with the color orange and it's associated with the gonads that produce sexual hormones. This chakra is all about our connection and ability to accept others and new experiences. It's also related to our childhood trauma or our childhood wounds that have gone unhealed. So especially people who may have experienced um, sexual trauma in their childhood this um, chakra can be a challenge to remain open and healthy. It also um, is a space where your creativity and your inspiration comes from. So if you're having blockages there where you're not feeling inspired and you're not feeling creative, look into your sexual energy, look into... Um, how willing you are to accept other people in your space and are you willing to be connected or is something from your past blocking that from happening okay something to think about next is the manipura which is the solar plexus chakra um it's located in the upper abdomen and it's two fingers above your navel. Its color is yellow and it's associated with the pancreas, which regulates our blood sugar and aids in digestion. It's also where your gut instincts are, where your discernment is. It's where you go to, to like sort through 
is this safe for me or is it not? Do I need to be here or should I not? Um, This chakra symbolizes our ability to be confident and in control of our lives. So if you have a lot of stomach issues, like, and when I say stomach issues, it could be something as simple as like feeling gassy, you know, a lot of noise in your stomach, you know, all the way to ulcers or other stomach issues. You may be having trouble with your self-esteem. You may have allowed people to dim your light in a way by asking you like, why are you doing that? You know, just projecting their stuff off onto you. And those things will shake up your confidence. It'll shake up your self-esteem. It'll make you second guess yourself. My recommendation is push forward. Who cares what anybody else thinks? If the divine has given you something to work with, work with that. And if you feel imbalanced about it, it's going to probably show up in your stomach. So be mindful, okay, of that. The next one is the Anahata. This is the heart chakra. It's in the center of the chest and it's associated with the color green. And it's connected to the thymus gland that in this gland plays a vital role in our immune system. Okay. And this chakra represents our ability to love. Like love without conditions, without telling people what they have to do to be lovable, but just loving them for how they're evolving, how they're growing, how they're changing, you know, When you love someone, you have to be able to love them through their evolutions because we're all different. We're all ever evolving. We're changing. We're transforming. We're discovering. We're meeting new people. We're engaging in things that we're, you know, we haven't known about. And we're just on this lifetime of, you know, this expedition that we're on spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. And what we did yesterday, we may not even want to do today. And so we're changing. Love is allowing the person to be exactly who they're supposed to be in their changes, when they contradict themselves, helping them, you know, getting out of their way. Love is sometimes pulling back putting space in between you and a person so that they can evolve and grow. So it shows up a lot of different ways. And if you don't allow this energy to flourish, it will weigh heavy on your heart. So every person that's physically fit does not necessarily have a strong heart. Sometimes the heart is going through things emotionally and a person can be physically fit and all their numbers, their blood work will look good you know, they'll look good on an EKG, but they'll still have heart problems or sometimes they'll have heart attacks. That's often emotional in nature. So don't take for granted that your heart is just going to take care of itself because you're healthy, because you eat well, because, you know, you do all these different things. Take care of your emotions too. Unpack that stuff so it doesn't weigh heavy on your heart and it doesn't break your heart and you end up having a heart attack. Okay, so next up, we have the throat chakra, and this is in Sanskrit, Vishuddha, 
<laughs> I pray that's right. It's located in the base of the throat and its color is blue. It is associated with the thyroid gland that regulates our metabolism. And this chakra is about our ability to communicate. So here's the deal. Sometimes your thyroid numbers will be off. Sometimes your metabolism will give you stops and starts. Sometimes you'll have trouble boosting your metabolism or it's going too fast. Whichever the case may be, it's up to you to determine. If you're not having the conversations that you need to have, it will dysregulate your thyroid gland. It will cause trouble in your throat. You will find yourself having nodules in your throat, having to clear your throat often, having throat infections. Um, if it does, if it goes unchecked for long periods of time, you will more than likely end up with a gorder bulging out of your neck because you need to address what's going on. And I completely understand that sometimes the conversations that you need to have, those people may not be here anymore in the physical realm, or they may be unapproachable, but there are still ways that you can reach that energy and get that up off of you. You just need to get with an intuitive therapist that can help you move through that. Um, also, you want to make sure that you're not, how do I want to say, you're not stuck on a program. And what I mean by that is if you're constantly talking about the same thing over and over and over, with no resolve, no solution, you can also impact this area, this chakra. You can wear out your thyroid. Think about what it is that you need to say. Be solutions oriented about it and come up with ways to work your way through whatever that is. Because if you keep rehashing the same thing over and over and over, your body is just going to keep processing that as pain or disappointment or whatever emotions are attached to it. And it will just wear down your throat. Okay. So moving on, <laughs> we have the Anya, the third eye chakra. It's located on the forehead. It's in between the eyebrows. It's indigo, and it's connected to the pituitary gland, which is often thought of as the master gland that controls most of the other glands in the body. There's some, there's some, um, some talk about that now that I won't get into, but we've known it as the master gland. Um, this chakra is about intuition, its ability to see the big picture. It's about coming out of your head and into your third eye and allowing yourself to see beyond what, what the eyes on your face are showing you. It's about going deeper within. And this particular chakra is so profound. I'm going to share this with you. 
if a man and woman are being intimate with each other and the woman begins to feel emotional and not because, you know, something happened between them, but just like in the purity of intimacy, she begins to feel emotional and comes to tears. What her body is telling her is that she wants to procreate. So even on birth control, even knowing that in the physical realm, she doesn't want to have a, bo- have a baby, energetically, her body is telling her, yes, and we're ready. And the hormones are here. Let's do it. And so the hormones begin releasing from this area. Now, whether or not she becomes pregnant, that's different. Um, But the chances of her becoming pregnant are really significant because the energetic connection is so pure, it will activate the third eye. And intuitively, the intelligence of the body will want to procreate. I just think that's such a, woo, you know, God thought of everything, right? I think it's amazing. So moving on, lastly, we have Sahasara. It's the crown chakra, and it's at the very top of the head. It's associated with the color violet and the pineal gland, which produces melatonin and regulates our sleep patterns. This chakra represents our spiritual connection to our higher selves, to other people, and to the divine. It also represents our willingness to understand. It represents how we process information, whether we're open enough to perceive and and accept um, new ways of doing things. Again, going back to evolution, if we're willing to move from how we've been doing things and allow ourselves to be open to learn and, and not just learn, but apply those new processes to our lives, um, really begin using them, being a student, really. Um, and so these are the things that your body talks to you about that show up energetically. So sometimes, like I said, when you're in a space and you're not sure what's going on, I recommend that you find a Reiki therapist, an intuitive therapist, someone that does this kind of work to help open you up. It's in, it's it's not anything that hurts. It's non-invasive. You don't have to take off your clothes. You don't have to do any of those things. And it's really relaxing. It's almost like going into a deep um, nap, <laughs> but you're not sleeping but it's really relaxing and I love the feedback that I get where people see colors or they see people that have already transitioned. Um, Everyone has a different experience. There are all sorts of instruments that are used sonically to help move energy. There are bells, there are chimes, there are gongs, um, there are sound bowls, there are all sorts of things that go well with this healing modality. So if it's something that you're interested in, of course, I'm available here at Analog Earth Healing Hub. It's what I offer. I believe that 
chakra therapy beautifully complements other healing modalities like intuitive therapy, yoga, meditation. I think they're very important. But whatever it is that you need, you'll know what you need when you when you come upon it, okay? So I wanted to just share that with you so that as we move into the season and this comes up, you'll have a point of reference. So please share with people and we'll end it there. I want to remind you on another note about our Well Woman Retreat in Sedona, Arizona. Um, it's being hosted by Raquel and Wendy of Love Her Retreats. We have limited space and our next available date is October 26th through the 29th of 2023. You'll need to go to www.loveherretreats.com to get more information. There are several retreats listed, um, but not um, but <laughs> there are several retreats listed. So you'll need to go through the list and find the Sedona, Arizona date. Okay. And I just look forward to seeing you either in the healing space or out and about or even Sedona, Arizona. So if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. Uh, microdosing with Alicia podcast is on Instagram. So reach out to me there. You could also check me out at Analog Earth Healing Hub, the website, Instagram, Facebook, just hit me up. Okay. So thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Alicia. Till we speak again, peace and progress.